Hello, church. It is so good to be in your home. Yeah, that's right. I'm getting pretty comfortable. You sitting in front of your TV screen, your computer. Well, today, I want to say Happy Mother's Day. And what we're going to talk about is what was God thinking when he created a mother. But before that, I, I want to uh, give you a little test. And here it is. How to know whether or not you are ready to be a mother. First test is called the mess test. Smear peanut butter on the sofa and curtains, place a fish stick behind the couch, and leave it there all summer. Here's the next test. The grocery store test. Borrow one or two small animals, and goats are the best, and take them with you as you shop at the grocery store. Always keep them in sight and pay for anything they eat or damage. A lot of you young mothers will enjoy this one. This is called the dressing test. Obtain one large, unhappy, live octopus. They turn bright red when they are unhappy too. Stuff into a small net bag making sure that all the arms stay inside. If you can do that, you can be a mom. How about the physical test? This was a rough one. Obtain a large beanbag chair and attach it to the front of your clothes. Leave it there for nine months. Now remove 10 of the beans. Last but not least, I would forewarn you, don't do this. Here's the final assignment. Find a couple who already have a small child. Then lecture them on how they can improve their discipline, their patience, their tolerance, toilet training, and child's table manners. Suggest many ways they can improve. Emphasize to them that they should never allow their children to run wild. Enjoy this experience, because if you do this, It will be the last time you will have all the answers. Today we want to honor moms. Moms, we love you. We esteem you very highly. But also today, I want you to recognize, as we honor moms, I want you to recognize that today we want to honor the one who gave us mothers. We want to be a blessings to moms today, but our main focus today is to honor the one who thought them up. Think about it. Who invented mothers? Who created them and who gave them to us? We find it in the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 says this, Then God said, Let us, plural, make man. Now, the word man there is not the word for male, but the word for mankind, or basically you can say human beings. So God said, let us make humans, which includes women. Verse 26 continued, then says, God said, let us make humans in our image, according to our likeness. Let them, them is plural, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. 
So God created mankind. I'm changing the words a little bit, but you understand what I'm trying to say here. So God created mankind, humans, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. So God created men and women in his image. God created females. God created mothers. What a great job he did. You see, motherly traits are godly traits. It comes from God's image and his likeness. Keep that in thought. Many say if your earthly father didn't give you what you needed growing up, you can get it from your heavenly father. Now that's true, but my motive here is to really understand who made moms and how it was done. So if your earthly mother made mistakes and some things she didn't give you, you can get from God also. Because God created mothers in his image. So all of you amazing moms out there, get your motherly traits from God. What are some of the motherly qualities that mothers got from God? So let me give you some. I'm going to list some for you. Mothers are intuitive. Ever hear of a woman's intuition? Did you know that that came from God? Let me tell you what's greater than a woman's intuition. It's a mother's intuition. Mothers know all and see all. Did you know that moms have eyes in the back of their heads? Mothers can look across the room and see their child and know what that child is thinking. The mother shakes her head at her child and the child stops. She just knows. Now, the question is, and we laugh at that and we talk about that and we say those things, but to some, they don't believe that. But let me just tell you, where did mothers get that intuition? Well, let me show you. Matthew 9, 4. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your thoughts? Matthew 12, 25. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Look at the book of Luke, chapter 5, verse 22. But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Luke 6, 8. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man who had the withered hand, arise and stand here. And he arose and he stood. Luke eleven seventeen, But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself brought to desolation, and a house divided against a house falls. Did Jesus know their thoughts? <laughs> the answer is yes. So the question is, why is it good that Jesus knows my thoughts? The reason why it's good is because he knows what you're going through right now. He knows the battle you're going through. He knows what's going on in your mind. He knows the emotions that are up and down at times. He knows, and he wants you to talk with him about it. 
Just like a mother knows what you are going through, Jesus knows and gave moms that ability. And I want you to recognize that. You have to really begin to see this in a spiritual way. Moms, I honor you today, but the reality is, is you're walking in spiritual giftedness as a mom. My wife would come to me and tell me things the kids were going through. She would tell me at times that what they would say to her, but at times she would just know. And you know what? (laughs) She basically was right. She knew. You can talk with God like you can talk with your mother because he is the one that created mothers. You can talk to God about anything because he already knows. God knows. That's where moms get it from. Here's the second quality of a mother. Mothers are compassionate. Where did moms get their compassion? Well, let's read a story about compassion. It's a story in 1 Kings chapter 3. Remember, this story is about two women who claimed one baby. Verse 16 says of chapter 3 of 1 Kings, Now two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. You know, I never saw this before. The Bible says they were harlots. Read this whole story again because it's going to blow you away of the compassion of God and where moms got that compassion from. Even though these women were living in a sinful lifestyle, when motherhood came into their lives, they inherited something from God. Verse 17, And one woman said, O my Lord, this woman and I dwell in the same house, and I gave birth while she was in the house. Then it happened the third day after I had given birth that this woman also gave birth. And we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. Watch what Solomon does. That was the king. And this woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from my side. While your maidservant slept and laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in mine. And when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was, dead. But when I examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had born. Then the other woman said, no. But the living one is my son, and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, No, but the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. And the king said, The one says, This is my son who lives, and your son is the dead one. And the other says, No, but your son is a dead one, and my son is a living one. Then the king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king, and the king said, Divide the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. Notice the word compassion. Then the woman, verse 26, then the woman whose son was living spoke to the king, for she yearned with compassion for her son, and and she said, O my Lord, give her the living child. And by no means kill him, 
But the other said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. So the king answered and said, give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him. That first woman is the mother. You know why he knew that? Because she wanted that child to live even if she couldn't raise him. It's the compassion of God that when God created you women, he created this ability when, when you became moms and as, as you grew as women, that you became these women with great compassion. Where did she get it? From the thoughts of God when she was created. Years back, there was a story, and I remember this. A mother borrowed her aunt's car to go to the store. And when she parked, she went to the back door of the car and realized that she had locked the car and the keys were in it. She got a hanger from the store and tried to open the car, but to no avail. It was about 95 degrees, and the baby inside the car began to cry. So the mother began to scream for help, and a tow truck driver stopped. And he got out of the car And he surmised what was happening. He grabbed a hammer, and he went over to the car on the other side of the baby, and he smashed the side window and unlocked the car, and they got the baby out. The mother was so relieved and happy. But in the story, in the paper, the aunt wanted to sue the tow truck driver. They interviewed him, and he said, it was an easy choice, the baby over the window. But she knew immediately who the mother was. The mother cared about the baby, and the aunt cared about the car. I can understand that regarding breaking a window. But you see the compassion of a mother. Where did these mothers get this compassion from? Mothers, they got it from God. So let me say this. You may have thought, or you may think today, your mother kind of goes overboard. She's too protective when you were growing up. She had compassion for you. This compassion means your mother was full of passion for you and your life. She is so passionate about you, wanting to know where you are at all the time. She was given this compassion by God. Notice Matthew 9.36 says, But when Jesus saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Like sheep having no shepherd, without a shepherd. Today we could say, like children without a mother. Matthew 23, verse 37, Jesus is talking, and watch the heart of God, watch the compassion that flows out of God, and watch how he points it towards women. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who were sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together. And look what he says. 
as a hen. He doesn't say rooster, guys. As a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. Jesus said, I have motherly instincts for you. Jesus says, I am going to give you this ability to cover and to care and and to literally come in with compassion and love your children. I'm trying to explain to you, you can go to the Lord just like you can go to a loving mother. Mother's instincts, listen closely, mother's instincts are godly and they got it from God. In Luke 7, 12, is a story of a widow whose son dies. In verse 13, it says, when Jesus saw her, he had compassion on her. Now let's read this. When the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. Then he came and touched the open coffin. Those who carried him stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, arise. What's my point in reading that scripture? Why did Jesus have compassion on this mother who was weeping in verse 13? Because he invented mothers and knew how she felt. The reason why Jesus was able to to literally go to her and bring that amazing comfort, not just to raise the child from the dead, but to go to the mother and know how she feels. That's what moms are gifted with. In the same way, when your mother's heart is broken, it breaks the Lord's heart. Most of my life, I honored my mom. She's gone now. I miss her. But I want to tell you, I honored her. And I'm a blessed man because I honored my mother. But you know, the more that I've studied about motherhood, I saw that the things that she had in her life came from God. Moms, let me say this to you. Your children may not understand and respect how you are. God understands and respects you because he created you. God weeps when you weep. God mourns when you mourn. God told us in Scripture to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. But he specifically gave it into women, moms. Everything God tells us to do, he does also. He is not like someone who says, (laughs) do what I say and not what I do. So, let me say this to everyone. Don't let Satan tell you God doesn't care. So, we found what God gave mothers. Mothers are intuitive. God knows what you're going through. The second thing I wanted you to know is mothers have compassion. And get it from God. So, moms, the Father God has compassion for you. 
God not only knows, God cares. See, the big lie of Satan is this. Does God really know what I'm going through? And does he even care? Again, God knows and he cares. Isaiah 66 verse 13 says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. Where did, where did these moms, you know, here's the burly guys. Some of you guys are just burly and strong and, and your child falls and your son falls and he runs right past you to mom when he hurts his knee. Why is that? Because there is a giftedness in you moms. God himself has the same ability a mother does to comfort you because he created mothers from himself. We have to see in looking at the moms, we have to see that came from God and so you can go to God at any time. He said, I'm the one who thought up moms. I'm the one who invented them. They have all the parts to succeed as a mom and they came out of me. That's what God's saying. So if you need to be comforted, God says, come to me, I will comfort you. Are are you getting these two truths? God knows and God cares. So now that you've got them, begin to live that in your life and respect and esteem the giftedness of moms. But let me give you the third and the last thing about mothers. Mothers are nurturing. (laughs) Terry and I have one daughter, one son, now two daughters and two sons because they got married. They have given us so far six granddaughters and two grandsons. The girls, the six girls, they line up their baby dolls. They feed them. They have school with them. They comb their hair all the time. My, my wife, Terry, she's always telling them, don't brush their hair so much. They tuck them in bed. They pray for them. <laughs> and you know what's the funniest part? It's watching them discipline the babies. You know, the boys, they got all these awesome cars that, that they've gotten for Christmas and birthdays. They never pray over their cars. They never pray over their footballs. They have no nurturing bones in their bodies. They're boys. But the girls, (laughs) they nurture. Girls are mothers from the time they are born because they're created in the image of God. Let me say it this way. Where do they get it from? God. 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 7 says, but we were gentle among you just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Paul never nursed anybody in his life. Why would he say something like that? How could he know this? <clears throat> From the Holy Spirit, of course. Who has nursed him who is within him. Because God will nurse you. God will take care of you. God will will bring you into the place that he desires you to be if you will relate with him the way we've been talking about 
relating with God. You know, pastors are gifted in, in this, uh, knowing they have compassion and they do nurture. In Matthew 12, it says, A bruised reed he will not break, a smoking flax he will not quench, till he sends forth justice to victory, and in his name Gentiles will trust. How do you not break a bruised reed? You nurture it. You water it. You prop it up. You prop it up with a stick. You nurture it. You, you bring it back to hell. So if you have gone through a difficulty these past few weeks, Jesus will nurture you back to health and have tender compassion for you. He's compassionate. So the first one, mothers are intuitive. They know things because God knows and God gave it to them. The second, mothers are compassionate because we serve a good, loving, compassionate God. The third, mothers are nurturing. God wants to help you. If you're sitting there and there are no mothers around, and you're living in hurt, and you're struggling, I want you to understand is that God is there to give that place to you and to love you and to fill that void that is there. Just like we talk about if a father does not do well, that God can fulfill it. God can fulfill what mothers give to. You know, Let's kind of clarify that as we close, get close to closing here. Some people say, well, God wouldn't, wouldn't have taken me into this if he didn't have a purpose, talking about stuff that we go through. Let me just say, not everything that you get into did God take you into, but he will always take you through it. Let me say that again. Not everything that you get into did God take you into but he will always take you through it because of, of that, that motherly, that, the instincts that are there that God has given women, but it came from God. If you get a flat tire, <laughs> I got a flat today. Some say, thank you, God. I know you're trying to teach me something. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you'll reveal it to me one day. You must always know that if God's trying to teach you something, you will know what it is. He's not going to mess with you like that. <laughs> Let me give you revelation. God doesn't flatten your tires. Satan doesn't flatten your tires. Nails flatten your tires. Nails flatten your tires. Could God teach you something with a flat tire? Of course. He could do all four, too, if he wanted to. All four of your tires. But life happens, and we blame God. We need to turn that around, stop blaming God, and begin to bring our life into a realm where we say, you know what, God? You have already told me what I need to do. And right now I'm struggling, but I know you're going to take me through because you're going to nurture me through this. Here's the great thing. God does want to take you through it. God loves you. 
And God has compassion. So here's a big question. What did you do as a child when you fell down and you got hurt? Again, you ran to mom. You knew mom had the ability to take care of everything. Again, here's the question. Where did mom get that ability? The answer is our Lord and Savior. If you're hurting, if you're going through difficulty right now, and it's bigger than you, it's not bigger than God, what do you do? Here's the answer. Run to the one who created mothers. When you run to the one who created mothers, you're going to receive all that God gave the giftings to moms to love their children. And even greater than that because he's God. So what do I want to say? Happy Mother's Day. But today, allow yourself to think just a little bit to honor the one who thought her up. Honor the God who created humans. Honor the God who created mankind, male and female. Honor the God that created fathers and honor the God, especially today, that created mothers. Let Jesus be real to you. Let me pray. Father, thank you for moms. They are beautiful. They are wonderful. And I know some of us have experienced life where mom was not a part of life. But Father, they can come to you and receive all that you had planned for moms. Love God. Love mom. And realize everything is set up for victory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy Mother's Day.